friends and welcome to a brand new 6-1 Indie Dev Combo. Uh, before we get introducing our guest, uh, this show will be the beginning of some sponsored content around Dire Vengeance with the devs Magic Shot Games and Tilt through the month of November. So look for out for write-ups on 61indie.com, this dev combo, some Let's Plays on our YouTube channel, and so much more. So with that all out of the way, let me introduce our editor-in-chief, Harry Loazidis. How are you doing, Harry? Oh, I'm great. Super excited to talk about games. Absolutely. And uh, one of the devs from Magic Shot Games, Adam Seeger. How are you doing, Adam? Good. Thanks for having me on. Of course. I'm very, very excited. Me too. Uh, lo love uh, cross-the-country kind of communications. Yes. Yeah, coast, coast, coast to coast. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. That's right. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Uh, so, Adam, uh, let's, let's get started with, like, kind of your history with video games. Uh, a little bit I, I've... I learned about researching the Magic Chat games. Uh, you and your uh, best friend are, are the dev team there, which is awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, that's very cool. We've, uh, uh, it's just a two-man team primarily uh, uh, at Magic Chat Games. So he and I met in second grade. Um, we both we went to school together, and uh, he was riding around the park one day, and uh, near my house after school and i was like hey what's up and we just started hanging out and we we uh have continued hanging out for a long long time many decades at this point um but uh when we were when we were little uh we played uh the nes you know we were we were both into nes um mm -hmm. i didn't have one but he did so i'd go over there and, and play with him <laughs> i got a I got a game boy but uh he and i were both you know, very much into into video games. We, nice. we, um, I feel like we kind of all had a, a friend lo like that, right? Like yeah. I had a friend yeah. I had to go over to his house to play Super Nintendo and N64. <laughs> that was, was the only way I got agreement. to play it. Exactly. It's like, I got Game Boy, you got NES. Mm -hmm. let's, let's, uh -huh. let's be friends for a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, or in my right. case, like right. go to Blockbuster and rent the console every once mm -hmm. in a while. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, a, those are good times. I miss Blockbuster very much. Money. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but it wouldn't come with memory cards or anything. Like you rent a PlayStation and you just have to replay the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know. He, he would usually rent a game from Blockbuster and then play it first, and then invite me over and be way better at it than me. So you know, uh, to impress you, or... yeah. <laughs> That's some strategy right there. That's awesome. Uh -huh. Yeah, he knew how to do it. <laughs> What's uh, one of the go-tos you guys used to play together? Oh, man. Uh, we played all kinds of things. Uh, Street Fighter. Um, mm. You know, obviously Street Fighter. Yeah, one of our one of our favorite memories was um, uh, Resident, Resident Evil. Um, Sweet. We, we, like, you know, I think that we beat that in one night. And it was just, like, you know, tag-teaming it all night long with, uh, you know, a bottle of Mountain Dew. <laughs> and, and uh yeah that was when it first came out and you know we're like oh my god look at these graphics you know they like yeah. scanned some dead dude's face to get that yeah. scene uh -huh. <laughs> uh, way too scary cool. for me but i'm glad you guys like it <laughs> <laughs> no. uh at, at what point did you and uh your best friend uh decide you wanted to start making games as it was that always the plan it wasn't always the plan. So uh, when I was younger, I, I wanted to to be a programmer. I was like, oh, I want to I want to make games. Um, and then I took I started taking some programming classes and things like that. And I was like, oh my god, this sucks. <laughs> I was like, I do not like this. Uh, and so I wound up getting a, a degree in electrical engineering, actually, and doing some Very other cool. stuff. Um, 
And uh, Carl, the other dev, he he he's you know a phenomenal artist, and so he continued doing art um, and got a degree in art. And he actually went to Zynga and and a few other companies. So he was he was in the gaming industry for a long time uh, before we started working um, before we put Magic Shot Games together. Um, and a while ago now, at this point, they had a few rounds of layoffs, um, and he was laid off. And he said, "You know what, Adam? I want to make." A game and i want you to help me and i said okay yeah i could do that i could do that <laughs> Let, let's yeah. do that you know if it's you and me we can do that i don't you know i don't want to be making games for other people but you and i can do it um and so we had to throw around some ideas of, of what kind of games we wanted to make uh and how we wanted to do it you know i, I think that at the beginning uh i said okay i you know i think i can build like a simple uh game engine you know that, that'll work for us and he's like are you crazy <laughs> just, just like <laughs> use unity you're like nuts if you're gonna do that it's gonna take forever to, for you to have anything um and he was right you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, was, it was good that he was there but um yeah so he i i uh he, he got laid off basically started working on this and i joined him um, I did it. I did it kind of part time, so I, you know, I'd be up at, at night working on it, and he'd be uh, working on working on it during the day, and um, just kind of made it happen. Nice. That's awesome. What, what are some of the things that um, you didn't realize goes into like making a game when you, you started making uh, Dire Vengeance? Oh man, it just takes forever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it takes forever to do. Yeah, um, and. You know, it, actually, one of the, the biggest things that we didn't realize and we, we even still to this day kind of struggle with is um, balancing the game. Yeah. So, you know, when we were building the game, he and I were playing it all the time, right? So we've been playing it for years. And um, as, you, as you're building it, you're like, you know, you're, you're designing the bosses, you're designing the levels, and you're like, okay, here's how you would beat this boss. And you're like, okay that's too easy. I need to make it more difficult. And so, right. you know, you can beat that boss and you can beat that boss every single time, but then somebody else comes and tries it and you're like, Hey, you know, whoever it is, come, come try my game. And they just get uh -huh. wrecked. Right. And you're like, Oh, okay. This person is like a legitimately good player. And <laughs> <laughs> they got owned by the game. And so, you know, that, and, and so, you know, that, that, balance takes takes some work and and for i think sure. that some some of what really uh hit home for us was when we would go back and play a, a level that we hadn't played in six months and we're like what in the world were we thinking this game is so hard <laughs> mm -hmm. so. so how did you try to balance it was it friends playing was it you forgetting how to do the game and then you play it yourself <laughs> uh, like how did you try to balance that with like such a small team it, it was it was both you know it was it was uh getting feedback from people but it was also um he and i um talking back and forth about oh you know what this thing is like too hard or right. or you know we shouldn't we really shouldn't be giving the the player so much stuff right at the beginning or you know whatever it is it was it was a you know we don't have a obviously a, a set process so it was we would take whatever feedback we could get and whatever feedback we generated and then kind of he and I usually were pretty well aligned on, on what needed to happen in the game. That's awesome. Awesome. How, how was it um, developing a game when we're all in lockdown? 
during like the pandemic was it more difficult than beforehand because you said you were making it for a long time uh was it more difficult to, you know to be honest it was probably about the same yeah you know, the, the only difference is that that um when i would work on the game i would, you know i'd come home work on it at at the desk that i'm sitting at right now um and uh you know this was this was where i would work on on the video game and once lockdown happened um this is where I also did my day job. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so, you know, it was, it was a little bit harder just from the sense of, you know, this used to be kind of like a, a, a little bit of a sanctuary where I could do something that I loved and it was really a yeah. passion project. And now it was, I was spending all day here yep. and working on that project. And it's like, mm-hmm. do I ever get to leave this room? You know, but. Well, hopefully um, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> the hours when you sleep are not on your desk. So. <laughs> how, uh, how tough is it? Because, uh, you know, Harry and I also have day jobs and do this when we get home and whatnot. How tough is it to, to find that balance for this passion project of yours? Because that's something I struggle with all the time. Like, yeah. I, I, I wanted to because I love it, but also, like, doing it takes away from time to actually play the games or, you know, spend time with families and loved ones and whatnot. So right, exhaustion right. is a real thing too. So absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's hard to, to find that balance. And, you know, there were definitely, you know, ups and downs in the, in the game development where sometimes, you know, I, I, I'd be working on it for, I don't know, three or four hours a, a night starting at nine o'clock. Right. And, and then going to my day job the next day, um it just kind of depended on on where it was but um mm-hmm. it i you know it's it's it can be tough but part of it, that's also part of why it took so long <laughs> i was trying, yeah, to, sure. trying to balance yeah. those things you know um trying to make this a priority but also uh my family a priority we had absolutely i, I had a son while i was while this game was being developed and you know i got a I got to spend time with him. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's that is no uh, uh, easy task balancing yeah. all that for sure. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, talk to us a little bit about Dire Vengeance. What what kind of game are we are we about to play? <laughs> so it's a it's a uh, platformer. Uh, it's an old school platformer. Um, we really drew on on the games that we liked playing when we were kids. So um, you'll see a lot of influence from Castlevania, Ninja mm-hmm. Gaiden, uh, uh, Gradius. There's a Gradius style um, upgrade Ooh. bar, right? It's and it, ghouls and ghouls and ghosts, right? Uh, uh, it's got uh, a lot, a lot of references to those old games in there. Um, but we wanted to make it also um, a beautiful game, right? So um, we wanted it to feel like an old game but one that that could have been made now with with some of today's um resources so you know carl to that end he he hand painted all of the all the sprites that you see in there wow and animated them all um which was a ton of work yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but you know it it just kind of uh gives it that that look and feel that that we want to see that we wanted to see in the, in the game and it's kind of you know it feels kind of like if if those games had continued being made that way um and continued being made until mm-hmm. now Absolutely. like an alternate universe where these were the still the primary games 
Exactly. Exactly. No, that's great. I love it. It's cool. <laughs> how, how do you find, uh, or was there difficulty in not leaning too far into one of those game inspirations, right? Like where you're trying to balance between all those different things. Did you find yeah. like, Oh, it's a little too Castlevania. Let's pull back <laughs> a little bit. Was that ever a question coming up? No, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't. We, we, uh, that's a that's a good question but no we never actually had that that we never had a moment like that i think that we we loved all of those games enough that mm -hmm. uh we never felt like it was too much of one thing but the other thing is that we had so many different ideas um that it it was hard it would have been hard to kind of make it too much castlevania or too much of, gotcha. of yeah. one of those things you know it, it, we wanted to we didn't want to remake castlevania um uh, per se, or we didn't want to remake uh, Ninja Gaiden, but mm -hmm. we did want to uh, pay homage to it and, and uh, give people that feeling, you know, when they play it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I, I said that we didn't want to remake Castlevania, but we actually did have an idea, or, or Carl had an idea. He wanted to make a whole set of bonus levels using all of our assets. That was the whole game of Castlevania, the original Castlevania. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would be incredible. I would, I would just straight up pay for that. <laughs> that sounds like like that's such a cool niche nerdy like thing to do. It's like, hey, I have these Lego blocks. Let's make a conveyor belt. Like, just oh, yeah, mishmashing it together. Like, I love that. That would have been the greatest video game Easter egg ever. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, you like our game? Here's Castlevania with all the uh, all our stuff. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> or even That's just cool. a level. Like, we, like, we actually started doing a level, and then, uh, it, but, you know, like, everything's so different. It, you know, yeah. Simon Belmont moves so slow. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, oh. you jump, and you just keep jumping when you're, when yeah. you're Simon. It's just, like, so different that. That we were like, oh man, this would be like a lot of work to change everything over to. Or really maybe you know, just a, a cringy like side adventure, like one screen, just awkwardly walk from one side to the other. Be like, yeah, this is this is how Castlevania worked. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a five second mini game. Be like, yeah, this this this, this used to be video games. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is video gaming that. back in the day. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Um. No, this game uh, originally released uh, last year, correct? On Steam yes. and in PC. Uh, what's it like uh, bringing it over to console? Any challenges there? Yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been you know it's been tough <laughs> in some ways. For sure. <laughs> uh, a lot of the stuff has been we we used Unity to to develop it, and they're they're pretty good about um, doing things on multiple platforms and all that kind of stuff, but. Um, when we built it for the PC, we really weren't uh, considering the limitations of the Switch. And so there's a lot of particle effects and uh, transparent sprites and things like that. And, um, you know, the, getting it initially onto the Switch, just getting a version onto the Switch happened relatively quickly. But then when we played it, uh, you know, it was like, oh, we're hitting like, you know, 20 frames per second in some of the areas and all this kind of mm -hmm. stuff so we had to go through like the whole game and and you know scrub a lot of that stuff that was slowing it down but still make it look the same and feel the same right you still want to give the mm -hmm. the, the player the same experience we made it look that way for for a reason um and so it was it was really trying to balance all of all of that stuff um yeah 
as a as an indie dev how hard is it to get the eyes of like the big three quote unquote like like how how did dire vengeance uh you know come to nintendo without like giving out any like crazy things (laughs) (laughs) or secretive things you know yeah like how was the rollout like how did how did you have a conversation be like hey I want to put this game on Switch. Yeah, did they see it at like a con or something and, and interested in bringing no, it over? So, so I think that I'm trying to remember because I, I originally became, I originally applied to them like a couple of years ago, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that I just went to their website and um, I think that they've got, you know, like a, a, an application and I said, here's our game. And oh, okay. They, they said, okay, yeah, you can be a developer. <laughs> oh, then, perfect. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, That's cool. Great. And, and then when we made a little bit of money from uh, off of the uh, Steam version, we got the hardware. You know, you got you have to have the development kit. Um, mm-hmm. And so we got the got a development kit and, and started uh, porting it over. And, and uh, so it was actually, you know, reasonably easy uh, in, in terms of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and I think... Microsoft, I, I think, is also pretty supportive as well, um, but we we haven't uh, released anything for for Microsoft yet, and mm-hmm. PlayStation, we haven't we haven't uh, done anything with them yet, so I don't know how it is. Yeah. PlayStation. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. What yeah. about um with technology? With how like how has it shifted? Because like we were looking at previews from like 2015 about the game. And now it's like 2022. So it's been like seven years. Has (laughs) the transition with like new technology made everything easier? Was it using like sticks and stones and trying to turn it into a car? Like how arduous (laughs) or easy was like, (laughs) sorry, I'm trying to say that with like a nice tone Um, because like making stuff is hard. Um, Yeah. Especially like technology stuff that like rapidly changes every hour. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was just curious, like, was it easier going to the new stuff like Unity 5 maybe? Or is it just kind of, luckily not rocking the boat with complexity for your end it, it it was not uh it wasn't it it, it was good overall <laughs> it was yeah. good so it was, uh i don't i think that uh everything that we that we did with the game we we could have done back then you know i think that you mentioned 2015 so we could have done it all back then i don't think that there was any any kind of technological breakthroughs that happened between then and now that that um have would have significantly impacted the game, but um, Unity definitely did um, improve over that time. Um, and I mean, just our our competency, our competence level with Unity also improved over that time. Um, and so it got easier to to do things in the game. You know, the the very first boss that we built was actually the second level boss, and it took us forever to, to build that boss. I, I, I initially built it where I put in all these uh, hinges and things. Unity can will let you uh, yeah. kind of build a machine on, on there, right? And I had all these, all these crazy things with limits, and it, it would turn on, and, and you know, it, was, it was really crazy. Um, but we got it working, like, pretty well. Uh, so it, it, it took, but it took a long time. Um, right. And... Eventually, we like went back and looked at it when we were getting close to the end of the game, and we're like, you know, we could we could build we could rebuild this boss probably in two days now, and it took us like multiple months before um, Uh, we would do it a a totally different way, Um, and it wouldn't be buggy. So if if you know if we ever come across a bug, we're we're just going to rebuild it 
And right. um, so we, when we moved it onto the switch, it actually did start bugging out. <laughs> and so we said, okay, well, it's time to rebuild it. Right. <laughs> and so, no, that's great. Like, I love yeah. the, the idea of being like, yeah, this took me three months. Now it took me like 15 hours. Like, I love that kind yeah. of growth and like knowledge that you get to be like, oh, yeah, this is an easy fix now. Like, what did I think of two years ago? That was so silly. Oh, yeah. No, we yeah. we like all the time when we go back and look at our stuff, both both me and yeah. Carl were like, do you know what I did two, two yeah. years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I was an idiot. <laughs> yeah, even with us, like looking at old videos or articles we wrote, oh, like, boy. if I yeah, look yeah. at something for 2015, I'm going to be like, ooh, Harry, you're so cringy with how you're writing this sentence. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't so, I can't watch or listen to old no, episodes of things that I, I when I first started out, it's like, Kyle, what are you doing? Yeah, it's it it like, yeah, like, like little naive Harry and Kyle. Like, what were we? What the hell were we doing? Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> on that on that note, Adam, uh, when you are looking at making a game that's inspired from your favorite games you played as a kid, yeah, where where do you start? Do you, or do you envision a level? Do you envision a boss? The main character? Like, what is the uh, what's the jumping off point? It's 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 usually you know finding finding that that uh that nugget that you love about about something and then mm. um and and uh you know it can it can happen in a lot of different ways but just as um an example and it this isn't um necessarily a game that we love but uh we both love hellraiser the movie um and nice. so if either of you are familiar with Hellraiser, you know, no, I know, I know Pinhead, I know of the character. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Well, you, guys, a... you guys keep talking. I'm going to awkwardly say it later <laughs> scary movies are not my jam, but I know who it is. So I can contribute <laughs> that little nugget. Okay. Okay. Well, you, you, you know, of the movie, but in the, in the yeah. movie, there's a puzzle box and, and they need to, they, they solve this puzzle box. Yeah. Um, and so, we said, you know what? We should make a, a boss that's a puzzle box, and uh, so uh, that was that was pretty late in the game, and and it, it kind of morphed into into um, a puzzle in general uh, rather than a puzzle box. But you know, it was like, okay, how are we get, how would we do this? How would we have a puzzle box? You know, would would the player uh, you know hit hit certain things on on the screen, and the whole room would be a box, and it would you know, shift as you're playing, um, or what, what would happen? And, and, you know, you just have those conversations. And so even though it's not always, uh, you, you, you aren't, you don't always recognize exactly the, the inspiration for some of these things. Um, it, it drives back a lot of these things drive back to some of these things sure. that we loved as kids. Uh, on a quick, on a quick side note, is that new, uh, a version of Pinhead worth a watch? Uh, Was that on Hulu? I, yeah, I I liked the original better, but okay. it was right. okay. It was okay. Right. I figured I'd ask because it, it's you know it's spooky season. It is my big good watch. It's um, hard no for me, Harry. It's so. like come on, Harry. <laughs> hard no, Harry. Um, to to me as somebody who only plays games, puzzles in games can either be fun or incredibly mm. challenging. Yes. How is it? How is it making a puzzle in a game? And when you watch people play that ver like that section, are mm -hmm. you just like in the back, like it's right there? Why? Why aren't you doing this thing to unlock the next phase? <laughs> <laughs> well, people actually get it pretty quickly. So All right. the, the puzzle is not too too challenging, actually. Fair. Um, so it's it's okay. Uh, 
and there's a lot of there's a fair amount of action that's that's happening during it so you know the, the player is still in danger while it while it's happening all right um, that's good it's it's a little bit of a of a memory game and so you know mm. you're you're watching somebody if you're watching somebody play you know you're you're thinking about what you're supposed to be memorizing also and when they get it wrong you're like why'd you hit that that's like whenever i play one of my favorite games of all time portal 2 i'm just like yeah. how did they <laughs> plan this out <laughs> how like i cannot even fathom <laughs> it's wild there are definitely times where like you'll see i'll see somebody playing a boss or something and you know i i'm like okay you know when the boss does this attack you should be doing this thing and whoever's playing is not doing that thing and you're like right. it's so obvious would you just <laughs> you want to no. yell at them right but but yeah. as a dad, you, you want them to experience the game and for and sure yeah figure it out themselves and all that kind of stuff yeah so. Like we we just recently as uh, six one indeed this past weekend we did our extra life stream, or we streamed mm -hmm. for twenty four hours for charity and we played uh, a game called Happy Humble's Burger Farm. I don't know if oh. you're familiar with that on stream. It's like <laughs> a it's a very scary horror game where you work at like a uh, Five Nights at Freddy's esque McDonald's and like you're cooking burgers and whatnot. And and Mike uh, was talking about how when he first played it for review uh, when it came out last year that he just kept going to work and doing the things and he did that for like five six hours when in all reality he should have gone completely somewhere else and the game wasn't like hey listen go here so he just he just thought it was just going to work and working as like a fast fry cook the for way too long apparently yeah that's that's always a great story yeah so i i, I can i can get that being a little frustrating at times watching people play your stuff yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, but, I, but it's also good, right? Because it teaches Absolutely. you, uh, yeah. you know, one, it teaches you that there's not just one way to do any anything, but it also teaches yeah. you how to how to make bosses better and enemies better in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Have any of the testers accidentally broken the way that you intended to be any of the bosses? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is that yeah. frustrating when they do that? uh no well sometimes sometimes <laughs> it's like so, sometimes. spend all these hours making the thing and you ignore the thing <laughs> just hide in a little corner and go pew 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 yeah no uh, there are some times when you're like you know we we actually had to release a, a patch on the game because um early on when we first released it it was programmed in such a way that um, every frame that uh, every frame that a boss was touching a, a weapon that the player had thrown, it would do damage. And if there were more, if it was a big boss and there was more than one weapon on the on the screen at a time, it could be doing damage that whole you know with multiple weapons. And so, you know, depending on the weapon some of the bosses would just get obliterated, you know, in like a few <laughs> seconds before they could even attack. And, and they were, you know, like pretty late stage bosses. And I'm like, you know, this can't happen. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like a jam though. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we had to release a patch and, and tone that down. And just, just a little right. bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, I, on the patch uh, front, how, when as a dev, do you decide to start working on it? Or are you always working on ways to kind of like, make your games more stable and, and 
working the best possible way it's it's hard you know because uh i love dire vengeance and carl loves dire vengeance and we spent so much time working on it um but we you know we're ready to to we we feel like we've put in our time with dire vengeance and we're ready to kind of move on to Mm -hmm. something else um but at the same time we're always looking at it and saying you know, it would be better if we did this and that, and what if we yeah. added this thing? And so mm-hmm. even though we we're, we think it's in good shape and, we, you know, if there's any bugs or anything like that, we'd be happy to go back and fix it, and we do fix it. We also can't stop ourselves from making improvements here and there and all that kind of stuff. So it's 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 just hard, right? It's like anything yeah. when you love it. It's exactly. It's your baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, what what's it like? You know, you, you say your inspirations for the game, and you grew up playing games on on Nintendo. How's it feel making a game with your best friend that's coming out on a Nintendo console? Oh, it's amazing, right? <laughs> it's pretty crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I remember being a kid and like you know hearing about Nintendo games, and and you know, oh, it's like impossible to get a to to build a game for Nintendo, and you gotta have the right cassettes and all this kind of stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. And so you know, to to now go to to uh, the Nintendo website and see our game up there, you know, it's yeah. it's just, it's it's totally awesome i mean it was awesome to to see it on steam and oh for sure yeah but but uh no definitely when we when we got the uh development hardware i I talked with carl about it and i said you know we can now uh, put a little bit of money back into the into the game and 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 uh get the development hardware um and have it on the switch and you know what do you think and he said oh yeah of course we need to have it on (laughs) nintendo i'm like yeah i know (laughs) know? oh that's awesome it, it's just awesome to to be able to walk around with a switch and be like, "Hey, look, I'm I made this. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's really cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's really like a cool feeling. Nice. Oh, that's uh, wonderful. Have you? Uh, are you in? Obviously, you know, all focuses on Dire Vengeance coming to Switch. Yes. Have you been thinking about what's next? We we have been thinking about what's yeah. next. Yeah, we don't. I think I think that for me personally, I'm going to try to take at least a couple months off. One thousand <laughs> so percent. Yes. But, um, yeah, Carl and I have thrown around uh, so many ideas. He's he's thrown a bunch out to me. I've thrown a bunch out to him. <laughs> and so you know, it's it's there's uh, right now there's this question in our minds of do we make something that's uh more retro like like we've already done do we do something that's uh more 3d you know how what what do we want to do what's what's our next project gonna gonna be mm-hmm. um, and so we don't know yet but we've got a lot of ideas, <laughs> a lot of yeah. ideas. And so some, some of them you know a lot of them are not good but some of them i think <laughs> are good okay so with that though how do you guys we either with dire vengeance or with secret eventually game coming in the future like how do you guys edit yourselves because it's just the two of you and like i can absolutely see two people just constantly raising the bar with their expectations yeah. and their lofty ideas like who's the first one to be like let's take a break let's let's kind of wind it back and let's see yeah. what we can actually do how hard is it to say like you know what maybe that's not a good idea yeah, maybe there uh, shouldn't be five uh, stages in a Boston fight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's a good question. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's probably it's probably me most of the time. <laughs> uh, who's, who's like, you know, maybe we don't need to like uh, do that thing, or you know, uh, initially we we had talked about having uh, three different difficulties for Dire Vengeance, right? And so the idea would be that it would really be different difficulties, like the stages would be different and and all this kind of stuff. And you know, I'm like, okay, let's just focus on one difficulty. Let's just focus on like yeah. the medium difficulty and see what happens. And you know, by the end, is it's, it's like, yeah, this this is a big project. Just doing you know, right. designing levels for for you know one set of levels is a lot of work. Doing it for you know two more uh, difficulties is a lot of work. So we usually are not uh great about editing ourselves um but for some of the bigger ideas the more, more grandiose ideas we we kind of have to just just realistically speaking but uh you know we've got a bestiary in the game and if you ever go yep. take a look at the bestiary you can see that that we have trouble editing ourselves <laughs> so with the bestiary like I, I saw a lot of like old school monsters how did you oh, yeah. try blending your vibe with those monsters with like classic tones and the themes with those creatures? Well, <clears throat> well we, we uh, you know, a lot of those monsters, especially uh, towards the beginning, are kind of uh, inspired by, by some of those old games. So, um you know the like the Medusa heads from from Castlevania. There's something very similar to that to that in the game, um, but it looks completely different, right? Uh. So it, it and and it, um, but it, so we tried to make make the the visuals ours, right? And take some of those uh, elements that we like from those games, um, and and put the elements from those from those enemies into our enemies. So if we said, oh, you know, it was really cool when, you know, X happened uh, in this game. Um, how, how can we do that in our game and how can we uh, make it our own? Um, and so that's kind of how we did it. Um, and it was, it was kind of a back and forth. We would usually start off with an idea for um, an enemy and put together a design doc. Carl would usually put to, together a design doc and then we'd build it Right and and try to build it as close to that spec as we could, but then we'd play it and go through it and see, you know, is this enemy actually fun, and is there anything that we could add to it to make it our own or something that would make it more fun for the player? Um, and so it was really kind of that iterative, iterative approach to to design. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah, um, I know you you've already gone through one of these already. Came out on Steam last year. We're yes. a few days away. Comes out on October 26th, 2022 yes. for Nintendo Switch. Any butterflies? Uh, same feelings of like anticipa anticipation for people playing it? Or it's a little different because people have already had access well, to it. Yeah, I mean, people have, have played it before. So, you know, we, we uh, know a little bit what to expect. But um, it's... I think it'll be a little bit of a different audience. I mean, the PC gamer is a little bit different than... Uh, than a switch gamer so mm -hmm. uh, and that's not that's not a bad thing that's just kind of what it is so yeah i'm i'm just excited to get it in front of 
poor people. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> hope, hope that they love it. You know, I, I hope, I hope very soon, like whether you're on public transportation or out at a coffee shop and you look over and someone's playing your game on a switch, you're like, Hey, I made that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that would be incredible. That'd be very cool. Yeah. That would be, that would be, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't imagine someone bringing their whole PC or. Yeah. or... <laughs> I mean, oh yeah. Steam Deck's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is Dire Vengeance on Steam Deck? Steam Deck, you can play it there. You can play it on Steam Deck. It's not uh, Steam Deck verified. I think that's what sure. That's what uh -huh. yeah. It's not Steam Deck verified, but we've played it on Steam Deck and it runs very well on Steam Deck. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah, so. uh, what about music and scores Ooh. and sound effects? Like how fun slash frustrating slash annoying slash exciting has that been? <laughs> and who who does the music? It this is a two-person team, right? It's a two-person team, but um, it's so uh, Carl actually was lucky enough to do jujitsu with a uh, a guy named Who Man, um, and he he scored the the game. So he's oh, kind of the third sweet. the third member. Um, and I've been working on this game forever, and he's he's been involved with the game uh, forever too in terms of the music. Um, but I've never met him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, is this guy real or do you, you know, Carl, did you do this stuff? But, uh -huh. uh, <laughs> it's Carl's alias. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so no, he's, a mask he's, and everything. <laughs> he's an he's an awesome musician and and just like uh you guys have heard the music. It, it you know, it fits the game so well and, and yeah. um we didn't we didn't even give him any notes or anything. We just told him what what we wanted and um he said, Oh, you know, okay, I'll I'll uh I'll, I'll get you guys some music and he he was uh in some ways a lot like us he, he would give us versions of the music and then six months later he'd be like you can't use that i've got a new version you know <laughs> do not put that in the game yeah <laughs> so, yeah uh so it, it was uh it was very cool it was a, a little bit strange just because i i never got to actually talk to him but you know when the, <laughs> when the a new song would come up or something, you know, you put it in the game and it's like, Oh yeah, this is, this is rad. Um, so it was cool. That, but... That's gotta be a, a, a special moment, right? Like you make the game, you played the game, uh -huh. but like when music gets involved, it probably <laughs> takes it to a whole nother level, right? Like, is it just instant goosebumps? Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, uh, um, when you see it be an actual thing, it's, it just, it, it, it's i don't know i don't even know how to describe it you know it's it uh a lot of the times you know when we're making a boss or a level or whatever it is carl will uh do a lot of the assets first he'll do a lot of the art assets and then he'll say okay adam you know you, you it's your turn to take over and then i'll do all the programming and put all these things together uh for him and uh then i hand it back to him and he does the tuning and adds the music in um and so it's, you know, I know what I've created and I've put on all these controls and all, all this stuff that I think is cool. And then he goes and he takes it a, a, a step further. Um, and then he says, okay, Adam, like now you need to go play it and give me your feedback. And I, you know, I open it up and I play it and I'm like, oh, wow, look at this. It's like a real thing. How did this happen? <laughs> so, it, you know, it's just, it, it's, I, I don't know, I guess it's kind of like, uh, uh, 
if you were to cook with somebody, right? right. <laughs> and you start chopping yeah, up fair. the vegetables and, and uh, the meat. And then you uh-huh. say, okay, whoever it is, you take over. And then you come back and you got like this amazing meal. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like the perfect scenario of overcooked, where it's just like you're just vibing, <laughs> we're having a great time. But yeah, no, that's awesome. That was a great analogy. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm hungry. So <laughs> perfect. Are you, uh, do you have any time to play any games that are coming out these days or it's strictly no, work and here? Which comes out than... on October yeah, 26th. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or Nintendo Switch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't actually have a lot of time to, to play that many games right now. I've been, uh, recently kind of enjoying, um, uh, vampire survivor uh, uh, i've heard great things yeah it's fun it's fun it's it's uh, uh it, it seems a little bit simple at the beginning but it, it it's actually a lot deeper than it's uh-huh. than it seems so it's cool um nice. and then carl and i haven't played in a while but we we were playing phasmophobia for a long time that's a that's a good halloween error kind of uh spooky game to play yeah that's great Yes, yeah. So that one's that one's fun, um, but I don't have as much time to play, and so um, usually when we play, uh, Carl is always like, "Oh, we got to make the ghost appear." Yeah, <laughs> like you know, you just go run away and hide, and so he he he, we go and we make the ghost appear, and then I try to run away, and I go and like close the door, you know, I, I go hide behind a door, and yeah, and then uh-huh. the ghost opens it and kills me, and Carl's like, yeah. "Oh, what happened?" What happened to you? <laughs> well, whenever we play, I always die first. It's yeah. it's a given. <laughs> I stay inside too long. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, um, how? Uh, <laughs> it is scary. That game is scary. Really? Nope. Then you guys have a blast. <laughs> uh, being a uh, being a dad, uh, have you showed uh, your your son? Correct. Yes, my son. Yeah. Have you have you showed your son the game? Uh, I have, I have showed it to him. So he, yeah. he, uh, I don't, I don't usually let him play, but I, I've showed it to him a few times, and, yeah. and uh, he likes it a lot, actually. Sweet. So I've got some, some pictures hanging on my, on my wall in the office right over here. Some renditions of one of the bosses of his favorite boss. Oh, so oh that's awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. I would love to see uh, his rendition of the boss as well, like side to side, like what uh, he could draw and be like, "Oh, this is this is this crazy monster, right?" And you're like, yeah, "There's your it. there's your secret Castlevania game, just yeah. with your son's yeah. version of yeah. the enemies." Yeah, just have him draw everything, his perspective of it, and then just use those first lines. Uh, we'll put more. We'll put more work on you. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's actually a lot of fun to share it with him. That's yeah, great. very, very cool. Uh, Adam, thank you so much for joining us for this conversation all about Dire Vengeance and, and Magic Shot Games. It was an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. It was, it's been a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, if uh, if people want to follow you and the game, where can they find more info on, on it? Uh, we're primarily on Twitter, I think, so at Magic Shot Games. Sweet. And like we mentioned, a Dire Vengeance it comes out on Nintendo Switch on October 26th, 2022. So please go pick it up and play it. And also uh, keep it checked here to 6180.com for previews, reviews, all that jazz, and youtube.com slash 6180, where this will be. And we're going to do a couple of Let's Plays and whatnot through the entire month of November. So uh, one-stop shop for all things Dire Vengeance. It's going to be a good time. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Harry, okay. thanks for joining me. Yeah. We'll catch you next time. Love you guys. Stay safe. And uh, right. bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Uh -oh.